Welcome to this Microsoft 365 and Teams update for the 1st to the 7th of February 2021. As always, focusing on end user type stuff. Now, if you're an end user, maybe you're uh, a, a, a team owner, maybe you look after uh, your super user, your trainer, and you look after people's uh, knowledge or you're responsible for keeping your organization up to date, uh, then this is for you, it's, but it's all about end user type uh, updates. So having a look at our first updates over here, you can see that we're gonna kick off with Edge, go into iOS, look at some other Office updates, and then we're going to go into Teams for a little bit. First up is the legacy Edge support uh, going. Now this is the old rubbish version of Edge that nobody liked, although it does apparently have some uses still. Uh, it's not going to receive any more security updates. Uh, you need to transition to the new Edge manually. And if you're not an Edge user, 100% recommend this. So I use uh, Edge uh, every single day for my work-related activities. I still use Chrome for, for anything, uh, YouTube or Google or Gmail, all that sort of stuff. But Edge is, is, is brilliant for day-to-day for -day work activities. Now, if you don't want to go and manually update, they're going to take care of that for you with a Windows update that's coming. Now, if that's uh, of interest or of concern to you, have a look at the notes and I'll make sure I link to the blog post for that. Support ends 9th of March. And for a lot of people, that's a good thing. Although, a podcast I listen to, there's a, there's a guy called Tom who I, I listen to and I'll share his, um, I'll share his page on um, in the notes area. And he was saying that there's some... Uh, something to do with Skype, some the old version of Skype or, or Skype that, that only works in, in in Edge. Now I know you can tell from the way I'm talking. I know that I'm butchering that part of the story, so so look out for a, look out for the notes, and I'll make sure I post uh, to his content. Okay, on to the Office app being optimized for iPad. Now you could always use the the regular uh, Microsoft Office application. Uh, on an iPad. Now, this is the app that combines Word and Excel uh, all, all into one app. But it's, it's it, iPad's getting its own dedicated version now. It's got additional tools so you can use like your, your keyboard, mouse and trackpad and whatever else. Now this went down really well with some people I know and people were tagging each other on it so this is obviously resonating with, uh, with some iPad users. Personally um, I don't have a single Apple device in my house that I can think of. We're a proper Google and uh, a Microsoft house. Uh, but, uh, but apparently that's quite a nice update. Now some new buttons and conversation AI coming to Outlook for iOS. So new buttons are Ask Cortana, new event, new message. Um, I assume it had new event and new message buttons before, but uh, you'll see in a second where they're getting moved to. This uh, voice interaction, lets you do some some, some basic tasks. Um, the microphone icon is going to appear in multiple places. So so if you do want to use uh, Cortana in that app, it's going to surface in uh, in lots of places. English and United States for now, but you have to assume that's coming for the rest of us soon, right? Availability, it's a slow one, right? So it's rolling out um, end of February, right up until late uh, April, maybe. Uh, that that long rollout, uh, they're going to change the scope, so it's not going to be just the uh, just the US, and it's going to uh, it's going to get beyond uh, the states as well. We have now dark mode on OneDrive for the web, and the homage of this 
you can see that I'm using uh, a dark slide. And in fact, in, this, in the notes area, if you prefer this to the version that I normally do, just uh, post a comment, because maybe if this is the way to go, maybe I'll, uh, I'll present all my stuff uh, in dark mode. Anyway, so this dark mode is coming for OneDrive on the web. Uh, it's intended to, to reduce eye strain, and a couple of apps I do use it. I, I tend to have a normal mode for, uh, for Teams and other stuff, so on my phone I use dark mode. Uh, but um, it's accessed under settings, so we know that's the, the gear cog uh, at the top, and it's rolling out anytime now. So look out for that, because that will be available to you anytime now. So here's an interesting one, I'll tell you what's interesting later. Uh, OneDrive and SharePoint send link to Outlook is being retired. So I've bundled them both in because we know that it's the same uh, methods for, for doing it, it's the same thing behind the scenes, right? Um, you can see here that this button on the screen on the left, the Outlook one, is disappearing and on the right. Now, this was previously retired. It obviously upset some people because they brought it back and said, look, we, and they told us that they were retiring it. Um, nice and easy way around it though. You just copy that link and paste it uh, into your message directly uh, if, you, if you want to. Uh, and features are gonna be retired um, sometime in March. Um, now, there's a, a feature, and I can't remember the top of my head which one it is, but we'll look at it later, where that functionality is coming in. So, so look out for that. Okay, so text predictions in Outlook for Android. So it's gonna make suggestions as you, as you type. Nice and easy, you just swipe right if you want its suggestion, uh, and then you can, uh, you can continue typing to ignore it if you want to. It's uh, English only, US only, and Canada, but as same as the one of those other updates uh, a couple back, you have to assume that's coming our way. Uh, it's on by default, but of course you can go into the settings and disable it if you want to. And it's already available for, for Outlook on the web, and Outlook iOS, uh, Outlook iOS uh, and uh, Outlook for Windows, which brings us nicely on to text predictions in Windows. So again, it's the same thing, it's trying to help you out. But look at the screen there, so the option there, if you want to take it, you want to take the suggestion, press tab, and it will, it, it will insert its suggestion. But of course, you can just carry on typing to, to ignore it. English for now, but other languages are coming. It's going to be on by default, and you can go into your mail options and disable that if you want to. Availability has begun for some customers. And of course, there's always a lot of different, the office gets rolled out in different ways for different people, right? So, but we should all have it. So I'm going to focus on the, on the most uh, most common one. We should all have it by, uh, by early March this year. Now, I've already talked about this one before, but I'm going to include it again. And you'll find that I do that, guys. So if there's, if there's an update uh, to a feature, to a feature rollout, I will just pop it in again because it just acts as a, as a handy, uh, just, a, just a memoir and a reminder that this thing is coming down the line. So if you've seen this, I apologize for going over it again. So this sharing tray that you get along the bottom of the team, so you're in a meeting and you want to, you want to share, you, know, you get that tray along the bottom. Well, that's moving. Uh, you can see it on the screen. It's going to the top right-hand side. Now it's more of a, of a pop-up. And this is going to be on Windows uh, and Mac as well. So you can see it's more of a pop-up. Um, uh, and it's going to show you all your Windows, uh, your, your PowerPoint uh, options. And remember, PowerPoint as well, when you share that, you're going to get a new experience for that. So when you're the presenter, you're going to see, you're going to see what people can see. You'll be able to see notes. You'll be able to see a film strip of all your slides. So, so if you don't use the PowerPoint, look out for that coming your way as well. 
And that's interesting as well. They look like it's got um, uh, the, the, the PowerPoint Live in that screenshot that they provided. So you can see that the include computer sand is more prominent. So if you look at the screen there, you can see I'm highlighting it. So I think that's quite useful because uh, as, uh, as someone who's trained a gazillion people over the last three years on Teams, the, uh, the, the include computer sound is just, it just doesn't, people just don't seem to gel with the location of where that button is. So the fact that it's more prominent, I think is, uh, I think is a good thing. Available, early February, so mid-March, so that's coming soon. And the reason I think that's important, that's, um, if you have anything to do with training or materials for your team, look out for your materials, because you might, you might find that uh, you want to update some of your, uh, some of your training materials. Okay, new timeline for the Teams meeting participant report. So this is gonna provide extra data for, for who came to, uh, to your meetings. So you can download that attendance report from the meeting chat now. And you're gonna have some, some new data, so duration, um, email address, the start time, the meeting title, all that sort of stuff. Now, if you go to the chat, you'll find that if you've recorded it, you see on the right-hand side here, we have the attendance report but also you've got the recording of the meeting and the transcript of the meeting as well. So it's, it's bundling all that stuff up in one place for you. Now, it's still, it's still disabled by default, and I point this out because it's important to know that with these changes, they're not, uh, they're not going to uh, change any of your settings that you've got in your organization. Uh, if you've got it, it was, it was disabled by default, and if you've still got it disabled, they're not going to start enabling this. But for those of you who do have it, Look for okay for this uh, mid February. Now registration page for Microsoft Teams meetings. So meeting organizers will soon be able to create a custom registration page for your meetings, designed for webinar style online sessions. Really, but you can use it in, in anything. It's available for Teams desktop applications in Windows and Mac and on the web. So it's nice to see they've brought it to everywhere at the same time. Following registration people will receive a confirmation and a calendar invite so it goes straight into the calendar. Early uh, March to end of April. Now, this is of particular interest, I think, because there's a Teams Pro coming. So there's, a, there's, a, there's another level of Teams which, which, uh, which, which is on the way and, and I don't know the ins and outs of it, but as soon as I do, I'll, do a, I'll include that in the next blog. Um, there's a new level coming, and I wonder whether these type of features, so for these running these webinars, um, is going to end up end up bump, getting bumped up into that uh, into that pro version of Teams. But we'll we'll see. Okay, so a meet now, fly out button. So this is interesting. So I I, I shared this on Twitter and with an organisation I do a lot of work for, just to see what. The, what use people find for this because at the moment initially I have to be honest I looked at it and, I, and I'm struggling for the use case and it's just that's just me right it's just I don't do the things that would make this useful so that's why I, I reached out and I'll show you a couple of those comments in a minute so you can see there when you click on meet now you get a couple of options you could just start your meeting and then pull people in or you can get a link to share now you can share that via email and I highlight that bit there, shared by email, because a few slides back I told you that um, that, that that OneDrive and, and SharePoint was losing the ability to share by email, share 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 something by email, and I just think it's interesting that that, that they've, they've they got that functionality to uh, to make that pop open uh, in an email, or you can just 
copy the link uh, and share that. So again, this is Mac, Windows and Web, which is nice to see it coming to, to all the platforms at the same time. Uh, and I like that the fact that it's coming to the web as well, because as an organization I do some training for, a lot of their users are, for whatever reason, are having to still use Teams in the browser. So I personally really like it when I see that it's coming to those platforms at the same time. Mid-February, and completed by uh, mid uh, late February, sorry. Now, a couple of things. Let me just read out a couple of uses that people have for this. Let me just open up my other window. So, uh, a colleague at work, Gary, said, could this meeting link become the equivalent of a personal meeting room as you have in WebEx Teams? So, you could use it over and over again. So, maybe that's a use case so you can use it as your personal meeting room. I, 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 don't, I don't use WebEx uh, Teams, if, if I'm honest, so maybe that's a use. If you can find it, if you don't have a use for it, then maybe you can share that in the comments area. Let me just see what someone said on Twitter. So you see here that uh, Steve Goodman retweeted my uh, my update on this, and saying I see more people using Microsoft Teams for family and friends calls, and they send the invite via SMS or WhatsApp. Personal Teams has this pop out for the meetings invite, but I see people struggle with the URL. Is it time for Teams to adopt? meeting IDs. So you can see there, so he said um, uh, a few people like that and retweet it. So obviously there's an audience for that. Uh, I personally, I'm looking forward to seeing how, how people are using it. Okay, so available now or very soon. I talked about Viva last week and I'm gonna focus now on insights. So this uh, is available, so I've got this in my teams and I expect this uh, is gonna be available to, to you as well. Insights is designed to make personal recommendations to do two main things. To help you keep uh, connected with people and the things that you said you were going to do. So if, if, you've, if you've said something in an email that you're going to do something and it doesn't pick up that you've done it, then you're going to get heads up that that hasn't happened. And it's going to help protect some time. So what uh, behind the scenes, what uh, 365 is getting better at doing is is, is, is recognizing the amount of time you spend, say, in meetings or doing stuff. When do you actually get time to do the work that you've been having your meetings about? Okay, so this is going to help you protect that time. Let's see what else we've got. So if you want to add it, open your Teams up. On the app bar, click on the ellipsis, uh, and then you'll see that you have the option to, to uh, add more apps. So when it opens up, do a search for insights, just as you can see I've seen got on the screen there. And when this comes up, then read the overview of what it can do for you. Now, if you uh, look at the, if you listen to last week's blog, you'll see that I've, I've just read that out for you uh, or, or some of that for you. But have a read of that because it's quite interesting actually what, uh, what they're trying to achieve. But anyway, once you've read it, click add. And then remember to right click on it and pin it so that it's here on the left hand side, nice and easy for you. And then Viva Insights is now installed and and, and pinned. And you notice these, these two tabs, I talked about them. So we've got stay connected and uh, protect time. Now this screenshot here is from like two minutes after I installed it. I, I, I was uh, adding it, taking it away, adding it, taking it away just while I was doing screenshots. Uh, you can see there's nothing in there, but it started to get populated since uh, since doing that. So availability here, it has begun rolling out, uh, but should be complete by uh, late April. So a little bit slow actually, uh, I guess, um, I don't, I don't know what I guess. 
uh, but a little bit slow, so between now and uh, late April. Okay, folks, so that brings us to the end of this week's update. As usual, if you actually, if you're a big, a big Facebook person, then look me up uh, on Facebook. If you are into Twitter, the thing about the Twitter thing is, is, is that the updates are slightly more timely. Um, I tend to spend each morning, so 5.30 to about 7.30 a.m. is is my quiet time at home. I just naturally wake up at 5.15 every day. It's a, I'm not sure if it's a curse or a blessing, but that's my, my research time. Uh, and, and I work, and, and also I get the tweets, and then I get them stacked up in, in Hootsuite. But, but they, they come out two or three a day, normally during the working day. So if, if Twitter's your thing, then look out for me on Twitter, and you'll get those updates. And I normally, you know, I normally share like a, a short headline that's uh, a couple of sentences, a related image, and then I link back to my to my blog that will tell you a lot more about it. So if you want your updates. Uh, as the week goes on, that's the place to go. In YouTube, just click on the subscribe button. Makes a massive difference, folks, to me being able to surface this content um, and um, and hopefully just get um, a little bit of uh, revenue from uh, YouTube. I spend about 40 to 60 hours a month doing the updates and keeping up to date. And it'd just be nice if YouTube gave me a little bit back, but I just need some more subscribers before I can do that. So that's just a me thing. If, uh, if this is useful, then just do that for me. That'd be great. If you want to get the updates, I know that it's super busy. Make sure you click on the bell and click on all. Then we have LinkedIn. So I use LinkedIn to do a, a like a long form uh, once a week, uh, once every couple of weeks update, uh, and, and it just, it's just a regular long article that you can just read through if that's if that's how you like to um, to get your updates. And of course, you can share it with colleagues quite easily there. Maybe podcasts. So the podcast is just an audio version of this setting. Um, I, I don't do so much traveling now, obviously, like everyone else doesn't, but I used to, I used to, I used to consume hours and hours of podcasts a week. Now I, 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 do, I do a few less, and, but I find it's a really good way to catch up with, with, with work or tech or my industry while I'm doing little jobs around the house. So, so that works for you, look out for that. And then finally, there's the website. So that's supersimple365.com. It's all, you can find me on, on, on that search. Uh, on that site, You'll see that uh, we, we have uh, we have the updates, and then you can filter by teams or new updates, whatever it is, right? So whatever it is you're looking for, stuff that's coming soon, uh, things to watch, stuff that's already live, however you want to consume it, then you'll find it on the website. Folks, I'm boring myself now, so I think it's time for the wrap-up. Uh, okay, guys, so thank you for, for listening. Look out for the next one, um, and I'll speak to you next week.